Welcome to the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Price. With my 25 years of divorce and empowerment coaching experience, I know that divorce is a difficult and emotional journey. I also know from personal experience that it can be a time of growth and transformation. Through this podcast, you'll gain valuable insights on all aspects of divorce, from the logistical and financial to the emotional and legal. My goal is to empower you to confidently move forward in your divorce journey, avoid common mistakes, and ultimately create a happy and fulfilling life. With expert guests, practical advice, actionable tips, and inspiring conversations, we'll explore how to master your divorce and emerge stronger on the other side. You don't have to face this alone. Let's start this journey together and create a better future for you. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi, beautiful. Greetings and welcome to the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. I'm Beverly Price, Divorce and Empowerment Coach, and in this episode, I'll bring you fabulous women like my guest Scarlett today to share with you their stories and their advice to help you on your own divorce journey. Whether you are soon to be separated, separated, contemplating divorce, divorcing, or divorced woman, this podcast was created just for you. My guest today is Scarlett DeBees, personal stylist and image consultant, and she's going to talk with me today about how image can affect your self-confidence. She's going to show us that the best time for you to give yourself a boost in your self-confidence is by changing the clothes you choose to wear and buy. She wants you to discover how the way you see yourself is life-changing when you learn what you wear transforms you and how you see and value yourself. So much of the time, I find that women's empowerment and confidence on the outside affects how they feel on the inside. And so what Scarlett brings to our divorce uh, story is how we can help work on our empowerment on the outside so that it can come together with the inside work you do. Hi, Scarlett. Thanks so much for being my guest today. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here and share some, some helpful tips. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Scarlett. So what I do is I'm known as an image consultant, personal stylist. I've been called a clothes whisperer. But what I do is I help women have the ability to open up their closet and easily and happily pick out something to wear instead of what usually happens, which is, ugh, now what? Or I'll just wear that yeah. outfit that I wore the last three days for the last three years. <laughs> so I just yeah. make it, I help women always know what to wear. That is wonderful. I myself am overweight. And so one of the things I've experienced is I hate to look in the mirror. I hate to have my picture taken because I don't want to see what I really look like. How can you help someone like me get over that and get past um, lacking confidence in what I look like? 
Uh, like so very, many divorced women do. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'll say it's, it's a very common um, feeling or condition that women of all ages have, you know, um, okay. younger people, you know, middle age, um, more mature, and then women who are single going through divorce, because um, we, we have an idea of what we should look, at, like, look like. And we think that the way we were is the ideal way. But in fact, there's an ideal way right now. So okay. it really doesn't matter about what size somebody wears. If you're wearing the clothes that are right for you and you're a size four or you're a size 24, it's great. If you're wearing the clothes that are wrong for you, just being smaller will not make them look good. It will not necessarily make you feel great. So it's really never about the size. And the way that I see women change when, when they have what you were discussing, the, the feelings that you're discussing, is when you can see how great you can look in the, the clothes you don't have, like new clothes, things that you wouldn't have picked out on your own. When you see that, then there's a lightness that happens. Then something happens where women realizes it was never about the size or the label or the weight. It was simply, as I always say, it's never about you. It's the clothes that you're wearing are wrong, but it's not that something is wrong with you. I um, actually saw a stylist about a year ago, and one of the things she encouraged me to do was step out of wearing very blah clothes and into brighter colors, and that was a whole new world for me, and I was kind of scared of it. Can you tell me a little bit about kind of the stepping out process and how a woman can move past that fear? Well, it's, it's about experimentation. So when I work with somebody, I show her the best colors for her to wear and the ones to avoid. Mm -hmm. And okay. it's actually, once you become aware of that, even without working with someone like myself, you start to see a difference. So the idea, like, you know, the problem is that women tend to um, have a lot of the same in their closets. And that's because it's habitual, it's comfortable, it's all you know, so you kind of stick to the same thing. And that becomes right. that rut that makes women have difficulty choosing what to wear or liking how they look in the mirror. So it's really about, you know, experimenting and looking at trying on clothes in a way that's unusual for women, which is have fun, have a sense of humor, have some playfulness in it, as opposed to, I got to get something for this event now. And then that becomes right. stressful and that, that usually goes very badly. <laughs> gotcha. So this podcast is all about the divorced or divorcing woman. What is a common personal image issue for women who've already gone through the divorce process? Mm -hmm. You know, when, when a woman goes through divorce, it's a lot of what's wrong with me that can happen, right? Exactly. So that what's wrong with me gets really amplified when you put something on and it doesn't fit or you don't look good in it or your friend has it on and she looks good in it. Why don't you look good in it? You know, and yep. um, there's a lot of um, not even wanting to look at yourself in the mirror. I mean, I, I mean, I had a client once who didn't even know she had a mirror in her closet. That's how much mm. she didn't look at herself. Wow. Very dramatic, but it was a sad truth. So um, the thing about when you go through divorces, so you've been focusing on somebody else and oftentimes children too. And then all of a sudden you're on your own and now you're feeling older, bigger, frumpy, and maybe not desired 
which is a, mm -hmm. a big thing, you know? So the thing is that you are just as valuable now as you were when you were married in 20 years ago, or, you know, two sizes smaller or more even smaller. Uh, and so the thing is to start treating yourself with kindness and to treat yourself, period. Women yes. as a whole tend to forget themselves. And mm -hmm. then they get a little bit older, a little bit older, and sometimes their size changes in the way they don't want it to change. And then it's just a cycle that goes on. And then you end up wasting not days, weeks, you know, years, but sometimes decades. So the, the trick And is, also money, also money, right? If they're buying lot. clothes that yeah. aren't, yeah. Oh, Mike, I mean, uh, you know, when I, I work mostly virtually, but, you know, when I used to be in women's closets for real, there were so many price tags still on the clothes. There were yes. so many things that, that never were worn or bought worn once and then never worn again because they weren't right. You know, a woman right. needs to know what's right for her and her specifically in order to have success with shopping and being able to put an outfit together like this. When a woman buys things because it's in, or because somebody else is wearing it or because they think that's what they're supposed to wear, but it doesn't doesn't match their personality. That becomes where you, you spend a lot of money, a lot of time, and you tend to damage your self-esteem even more, which is exactly opposite of what I want to do and what you want to do for women. Yeah, I actually work with clients um, who have that low self-esteem to work through that to get to the place where they have more self-love than self-doubt. Right. So I'm kind of working on the inside and you're kind of working on the outside yep. to bring it together. Yep. Um, one of the things I noticed um, in particular in my mother was, and, and I think this goes back to something you said, I think women spend their lives and are taught to invest in their husbands and their children, but not in themselves. Right. And so sometimes, for example, I have women come to me and say, well, a divorce coach is a luxury. I don't really need that. But attorney after attorney that I speak with says that a divorce coach is essential to the process. Right. That you can't go in and sit in an attorney's office and just go on and on about your emotions because the cost of your divorce will go out the window. Right. So if I um, can feel better and then I combine it with the kind of work you're doing, that's fabulous. Now, yeah. I noticed in my mother that as she got older, she stopped buying clothes or she bought clothes that um, diminished her. She, and she would frequently wear clothes from 30 years prior that just didn't really do anything for her. Right. And, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to do was go in her closet and pull out all of those clothes. Uh, but she continued to gravitate to mm -hmm. them what advice do you have for a woman like that? Uh, well, first of all, when clothes are, um, you know, very too big or very dark, like a lot of women like to wear a lot of uh, black, it's making right. themselves disappear and gotcha. so, you know, <laughs> shrink a little bit from life. So I encourage women to wear clothes that fit them and also are in colors that are flattering to them, but not black all the time. We shouldn't be looking like we're in mourning all the time or like we're hiding yep. or like everybody else in the room. For your mother, the trick, you know, so you know, when I work with a client, 
and she is not sure what to wear, so she tends to buy what she has or wear the same things over and over again. So when she can see how incredible she can look in something completely different than what she's been doing for the last few years or decades, that's when the transition happens. So your, your mother would easily be able to put different things on and try different things if she could see how fabulous she can look in a different look. So she's going for the older clothes because she's comfortable. She thinks she's probably looking like she used to by wearing them. And right. she's also probably too afraid to try something new on because she's afraid it's not going to fit or she's going to look silly. And um, right. So unless, if it's not frugality, then it's just a lot of fear. So the trick is, right. I've worked with women who are like, you know, I, I, I don't want to get rid of anything in my closet. I just, I just want you to help me, you know, make some new outfits. And then when I show them a new outfit and they can see how great they can look in that outfit, then they don't want that stuff they've been holding on to anymore. Exactly. Yes. You know? But you have, to see yeah, the, I, you have to see the after to get rid of the before. <laughs> yeah. I like what you said kind of about the black syndrome, you know, most of my closet before I started working with someone was black and I thought not only it made me look slimming but that it was also cost effective because I could put a different color jacket over it I could wear a scarf and so I didn't have to buy as much mm -hmm. but what I learned um was that the kinds of things that I was buying were like tents and yeah. therefore they made me look like a tent Yep. And, you know, I dressed to hide and I ended up looking like a tent. Is that your experience? Exactly. Absolutely. A woman, there's two things that happen. Some women wear clothes that are too big because they think it's slimming. And what does it really do? It makes you look bigger, right? It also right. makes you feel bigger. And then the other, the other bad habit of some women is to wear clothes that are a little bit too tight because they go, I'm going to lose some weight and it's going to yeah. work. <laughs> so if it's a little bit too tight, um, it makes you look bigger too. You know, gotcha, so like gotcha. you have to do the just right. <laughs> Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So what would you say is the most common of mistakes that a woman could make when she goes shopping? Uh, so the most common mistake is women tend to buy what they already have. So, oh, interesting. They get very, I call it like, like, you know, they get magnetized. So they get magnetized to, they get attracted to what they know. Bad relationships bad food and the wrong clothes <laughs> for you, you know, yeah. we, just, we just get stuck on that. So what a woman will do, and I, and I see that they call it duplicitis, they'll, they'll buy something and they, they put it on, they like it and all that. And it, it, they, they're happy with how it looks. And then when they go home, they realize they had something that was almost identical to it. You know, it's because gotcha. they're familiar with it. The other thing is that what women tend to do when they shop is they get caught up on the fit and not caught up on how it looks on them and how it makes them feel. So like the size number. Well, they're so happy. Like sometimes they're just so happy it closes, right? Because of some weight gain, you know, that they focus on that and then they buy it in multiple colors, which is a ah. and the prints too. I mean, I've had clients before they work with me who would have a top in four colors and three prints, one item, uh -oh. seven ways. <laughs> can't build a wardrobe. And then when you realize it's not so great, you've wasted money on seven of the same thing, you know? Wow. So the trick is to, to not buy what you already have. And the other thing is when you buy clothes that are in your best colors, like you were saying before with your layering, all those colors work together. So you can create multiple outfits. You combine the different yes. colors. 
you know, so it doesn't have to be black and white all the time, you know. But the big shopping exactly. mistake is women really tend to buy what they know. And I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, if a, I had a client years ago who needed a whole new wardrobe, switching her careers, you know, from I think it was physical education to working, you know, as her own business. And she told me that she needed a whole a whole new wardrobe. Hates everything, has to start from scratch. But she said, there is one store that whenever I go to, I can always find something. So she just told me she hates everything, but there's one store she can always find something, and that's because it fit her. But it didn't right. make her feel good because she just said she wanted to get rid of everything. Right. So one trick is stop going to the same stores you've been going to. If you say you have nothing to wear, if you have a hard time you know, putting an outfit together, but you have a lot of clothes, you need to stop stop shopping where you've been shopping. What do you, do you make any suggestions on where they should shop? I know that sometimes I have a very difficult time finding a place and I do all my shopping online. So I have difficulty finding places that either have my style, my size, you know, mm -hmm. my color scheme. What's your thought on that? So online, I've been doing online shopping for my clients for about 10 years. The last five, six years, it's the best resource because the stores are not necessarily catering to women over 40. Um, gotcha. It's, and the size selection is terrible, but online I can find something for someone in any, in any size that they need, in any color that they need, in any style they need. It takes a lot of searching. It's not easy. But right. there's more selection online than there is in the stores. Much, I do recommend more, yeah. what stores. But every client is different, so depending upon her, 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 you know, her needs, you know, what what's going on in her personal life, and, and if she's working, and also budget, and also her size and shape, the proportions of her body, the features of her body. So every store recommendation I make is different for each client. Gotcha, you know? gotcha, um, gotcha. But online, if you can get over the fact that you might have to return some things, which is you should, so you don't waste the money, it's the way to go. You you try in the privacy of your home, in your own lighting, because the store lighting, sometimes everybody looks great in the store, and then they drive home. Yeah. And put it on, like, what happened? <laughs> so, I almost think they have different mirrors, too. <laughs> <laughs> different mirrors. Who knows? But, you know, yeah. and then, you know, and the other thing about shopping is when you're shopping in a store, and you have a salesperson or some stranger walk by and they tell you that you look great in that up here you're going well if they said it it must be true exactly yes but it might not be true and so you can't let anybody else influence you and, and i and i do want to make one note about when a woman tries on clothes whether it's in a store from her closet um online shopping the, you know people say the first impression is you know the first 20 seconds whatever my thought is the first impression that counts is your own so mm -hmm. you look in the mirror, the story that you tell yourself, what you see when you try something on is the only impression that counts. So don't put something on or buy something because your friend or the salesperson or you know, mother or cousin or sister or whatever told you it looks great on you. You have to look in the mirror and say, this looks great on me. And if you do Absolutely. that, you're not going to buy clothes that you end up not wearing. So why do you think so many women get stressed when they get dressed? Because they have no idea what works for them yet. They mm. have no idea what their personal style is. They don't know the, the right colors, the right necklines, where a shoulder seam should be on them, the length of something on them. Every woman is unique. 
And this whole one size fits all, one look, one trend fits all doesn't work. And until you know the specifics for you, you will constantly right. have this issue of like opening up your closet and going, I have nothing to wear. Even though we all know there's a lot of stuff in that closet. <laughs> right, you know? absolutely. So you have to learn what's right for you and you alone. And until then, it, it just becomes more of a frustration kind of a thing and a waste of money. Um, I've run into people that um, don't necessarily get dressed up. I live at the beach, so there's a lot of flip-flops and shorts and t-shirts and things like that, not right. to criticize anybody for that. But when you talk to them and I say, you know, dressing up makes me feel better, they have responses like, well, I don't want to have to dress for them. Um, and sometimes I, I almost think that's a cop out. Now, sometimes if you really absolutely adore what you look like, then go for it. But sometimes I almost think it's a, um, rejection of some kind. It's a cop but, out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so amazed that, that women don't take advantage of that way of feeling better. Right. You know, they may go to a therapist, they may do all kinds of things, but there is a fairly simple way to feel better. Yes. I, you know, a lot of it is fear, you know, you know, mm -hmm. well, if I don't try that I can't fail at this, you know, because it's uh -huh. a lot of body image issues, you know, um, the thing about, you know, the, the, the flip-flop life, it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that life myself, but you can still dress in a way that's comfortable and appropriate for where you live, but it doesn't right. look like you gave up. There's a, there's a, there's a the that's look it. That's the I word. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I give up look and, and being comfortable. Like, I mean, I have clothes for warm weather that I can just throw on, put on a pair of sandals and I'm done. Took no more effort than a t-shirt and shorts. No more effort. Um, it's just, you know, do I care? Do I give a damn? You know, do I, do I want to give up on myself? I don't. And you know, my clients don't. And a lot of women don't. And there isn't a single woman out there that doesn't like getting a compliment. You know, yes. no one's ever going to, you know, you know, go, you know, well, well, screw you because you said I look good today. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to. But, but one of the things I think women and divorced women do is when they get a compliment, they come back and put themselves down. Yes. Like yes. you look lovely. Oh, I got this from Kmart or, yes. you know, something to that effect. They yep. can't fully embrace and yes. accept a compliment. Yeah. I have a client who, who wrote a book and her whole chapter is on just that. Just take the compliment. Just quiet. Just say thank you. The only thing you ever have to say when you get a compliment is thank you. It's very hard not to say, oh, I got it for a deal or this old thing or, you know, yes. you think so? I mean, thank you, you know? But it all goes back to, again, looking in the mirror and, and liking what you see. And no matter your age, your height, your size, um, you can love how you, I have a client who's a size 24 and she's dressed better than most women who are a size eight, unless they know <laughs> the clothes that are right for them. But the, yeah. the you know, again, you could have a, a, a great sundress on and a pair of sandals and, and be appropriate for where you live, but not look, like I said before, like you gave up the giving Absolutely. up. And what is giving up due to yourself? It's damaging. 
It's very oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and it's not too different than I think sometimes women who are divorced give up on life. That they are stuck in negative emotions from their past. They're yeah. stuck in anger or resentment or sadness or self-pity as opposed to saying, you know, this divorce could be a springboard to an amazing life that I can create exactly the way I want yep. and feel as good as I want. Yes. So I think that's real important. And the, and the other thing is a lot of, a lot of divorces, uh, you know, the, the husbands or, or the, whatever spouse you may, you may have um, has spent a lot of time telling you you're yes. bad, uh-huh. right? You know, you know, you don't, you don't, you you're don't stupid. Look you can't do why anything. Can't you, why can't you be like that person? Why can't you look like that person? And then when you're, when you're free, when you're, when you're divorced and you don't have that other person constantly doing the negative feeding, that's when you can start to see, Hey, I am a butterfly. You know, yeah. I am beautiful. I can be beautiful. But the voices, like that one client who couldn't look in the mirror, it was her mother's voice that she kept hearing. Yes. You know? Yes. Sometimes but- it's their their childhood issues that really affect that, that women need to deal with. Um, and then I think there's the woman who doesn't think she deserves right. to look and feel better. Right. right. That I think if she just tried it once, I think it would change her, her outlook. And totally. The other thing is a lot of women have daughters and mm-hmm. they have to realize that the example they're setting for their daughters. I had a woman yes. hire me years ago because she heard her teenage daughter repeating what she was saying when she saw herself in the mirror. And she wow. realized the message she was sending to her young teenager was really destructive. So she then took the time to have a wardrobe that really made her look and feel great. So she stopped putting herself down and stopped teaching her daughter to put herself down. So we have to be mindful of also the message we're sending to the others, you know, our children around us. Exactly. And that's even, I even say that in divorce, the way the two parents interact affect a child, the way after divorce you speak about your ex affects the children there's there's so many ways kids could be impacted yep so what do you say to a woman who pretty much gives you the excuse i go to my closet it's full of clothes but i have nothing to wear yeah yeah well because they bought the wrong clothes is one one. (laughs) um a lot of women have no idea how to combine clothes to make different outfits so a lot of women buy an outfit, wear it that way over and over and over and over again. I take a woman's clothes and combine them in new ways, new different accessories. So you can wear something multiple ways. When you start learning how to wear things in multiple ways, you end up having less. My clients have fewer clothes in their closet than they did before, but they have more outfits than they did before. Interesting. Quantity is never the answer because if quantity was the answer, no woman would ever say I have nothing to wear and then run out to the store because she got invited exactly. someplace and no idea what to put on. There's something in the closet. You just don't realize it yet, you know? Um, yeah. So it's just very common because they're buying the wrong clothes. They're buying more of what they already have. They, they, they think that they have to go out and get something as opposed to digging in. And I always say there's gold in those closets. There's stuff in that back blow the dust off, you know, you'd be surprised how good it can look. I've had yeah. clients put something on that they didn't even realize fit them. 
I've had clients put something on they didn't even know it was still was even in the closet or they had it or they found out they bought two of them because they forgot the other one was in the closet. So mm-hmm. the, the, the beauty of having too much to wear is that it gives you the opportunity to clean some things out of your closet so you can only have in there what fits you, what works for you now. And that mm-hmm. way when you open up the doors, you don't start the day with stress because it's a very stressful mm-hmm. way start the day and you don't start right. the day with a mess which is pulling everything out trying to put something on and then you have come home to a mess which is again not great for the mind not great for your your you know exactly. your, your body image you you know your self-esteem so yeah. less clothes more outfits that's the way to go gotcha so um i like to ask my every guest i have to come up with three takeaways that women could do right away to kind of change their outlook, change their divorce journey. And what would you suggest to them? When it comes to what to wear, when it comes to your clothes? Mm -hmm. Uh, So for one week, don't put on any outfit that you had put on the week or so before. Ooh, Force yourself to put on a new outfit from your closet. Force yourself to do a new creation. You know, Um, it's mind blowing what you can come up with, you know, and it's also very, exciting because then you bring a little spring in your step you know literally with yeah spring. but you bring you know you bring a little bit um variety to your to your life you know to your day um the gotcha. second thing is to add one or two accessories more than you ordinarily would have added so okay. it could be a scarf a necklace earrings something that you not haven't put on again for the last you know three weeks that you wore many many times change your accessory because when you add a little creativity to your outfit a little playfulness to your outfit it's a mood lifter Gotcha. Great conversation starter too. Where'd you get that necklace? Or I love that. You know, dig into that drawer of the things that you haven't touched in five years. You'd be surprised how many adorable things are in that drawer or the box from your mother or aunt, whatever, grandmother. There's some really cool costume jewelry in there. Add that to, you know, an outfit and then add, like I said, some playfulness, some joy to your wardrobe. And uh, I'd say the third thing is go in your closet and pull out Anything that you know for sure doesn't fit. Don't keep anything in your closet that is like, I'm going to get into that one day thing. Mm-hmm. Because if that worked, we'd all be a size six. Yeah. <laughs> Having it actually had... not the right size in your mind is, mm-hmm. is not good. <laughs> I actually had a body image expert on the podcast that said the very same thing to throw really? everything out of your closet that doesn't fit because you stop or you can't start appreciating you as who you are. Right, 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 right. It's a reminder that you're not what you want to be. And, and 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 I really emphasize this. I'm telling you right now, being thinner is not the answer to like loving how you look and feel. Exactly. And, and the other thing is that while a woman is, you know, going on journey, like she wants to change her body or she wants to wait for something to, else to happen in her life. Maybe she wants to wait till she can date again. Maybe she wants to wait till she loses some weight or she, you know, some excuse. It's, they're all excuses. That time period, whether it's five days or sometimes five or more years, is the, all that time you lost the opportunity to feel good about yourself. Yes. Life is too short. Absolutely. Scarlett, this has been so enlightening. How can our listeners find you? Oh, so um, please visit me at Scarlett 
S-C-A-R-L-E-T-T, image.com. And there you'll find some tips and uh, to help you look at the clothes in your closet in a whole new way. And I invite you to click on a call with me and I would love to help you identify what's keeping you from always knowing what to wear. And I'll share with you how you can fix it. Absolutely. And after a divorce is a beautiful time to do that. It's time to be reborn, renew. Is there anything else you'd like to share that I've left out and haven't asked you about? I don't know right now. Let me think. Okay. Um, I think the most important thing to do is to do for yourself and stop putting yourself, taking care of yourself off. If you want to feel better, if you want to feel reborn, if you want to feel new, it's time to change your clothes so you can change how you see yourself. And I think one way to think about that is, wouldn't that be the advice you'd give to your best friend? So yeah. if you'd be the advice you'd give your best friend, why wouldn't you want to give it to yourself? I think so that's true. beautiful. You're always very good at giving other people advice. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett, thank you so much for being my guest today. You are amazing. And I believe that, that really changing your outlook is so important to recovery from divorce. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I believe that moving from the overwhelm and grief and pain of divorce can be used to be a springboard to a new life and that by feeling better on the outside can help ease the negativity on the inside. All of Scarlett's information will be available in the show notes along with mine. You can find them at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com on the podcast page or wherever you listen to podcasts. I believe that women helping women is our superpower, and that's why I'm bringing you powerful women who can discuss topics so critical to you and your divorce situation. We all struggle, and we can all thrive if we stick together, and it's time to walk the talk of helping other women, to get help from other women, to help other women, and to do business with other women, and most of all, raise up other women and our daughters. While you may be able to pull yourself up from the bootstraps going through a divorce and after, many women can't. Reach out to them, pull them along to recovery and joy with you. After my personal journey of divorce ups and downs, without this kind of support, it was a very painful and difficult process. So this podcast is my way of giving back to women just like you. Thank you for being with Scarlett and myself on this episode of Her Empowered Divorce. Join me in the next episode where we'll be talking about even more topics that can help you on your separation and divorce journey. Remember that you can find more podcast episodes and information about my divorce and empowerment coaching at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com. Thank you for joining us today and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Empowered Divorce podcast. I enjoyed spending this time with you. Remember, divorce doesn't have to be an awful experience. With the right knowledge, support, and guidance, it can be a time of growth and empowerment. A divorce and empowerment coach is a critical member of your divorce team. 
In fact, it should be the first call you make. I help you navigate the process and create a happier life post-divorce, also saving you time and money in the process. If you're interested in learning more, please request a free consultation at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out our other episodes and resources. Or you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe and leave us a review. I really appreciate your support. And until next time, take care.